3 a.m. Again, why did I ever think this was a good idea? Welcome to the Rise and Run podcast. Join our group of Run Disney friends as we talk about running at Walt Disney World and beyond. We'll discuss recent runs, training, upcoming races, and surprise topics suggested by you, our listeners. Well, the alarm's gone off, so let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Rise and Run podcast. We are glad you found us. We're glad you're here. We got a full crew with us today. We've got John. Hey, yeah. We've got Alicia. Hi. That's better. That's better than John, Alicia. I appreciate that. Sorry. We've got, <laughs> we've got Lexi. Hi. We've got Jack. Hi. We've got Greg. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And I'm still Bob. Yes, yes. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving to our Jewish friends. Happy Hanukkah. This Sunday is the first day of the eight-day festival of lights. Uh, early this year. Hanukkah's early. Honey's, Hanukkah is a holiday like Easter, which depends on the lunar calendar. So it varies. The start day varies from year to year. And it's early this year. Well, gang, we need uh, we got uh, some long training runs coming up this week. A good chance to have a great Thursday meal and then burn off some calories. You guys got plans to get out there and hit the training runs? Oh yeah. I have an injury. Oh no. What you what's the matter, Jack? I ran 10 miles this past Saturday and towards the end of it the arch of my foot's where the ankle bone is, something happened and I didn't trip or anything. It just now it hurts. <laughs> so, I'm not limping anymore, so that's good. Yeah, that is good. My lesson would be you know, take it well, you know that. Take it easy. And walk if you have to. I have learned from a long period here that walking will maintain your endurance. Won't do much for your speed, but it will help your endurance. Oh, absolutely. I wanted to throw out there that um, we do have, if you're on the Galloway schedule, this is a long weekend. You've got your Thursday run. Then I don't remember the exact numbers. Uh, somebody may have them in front of them. I know, but I know the, the Sunday run is 23 miles. I think it's – go ahead. I got him. I got him, Bob. So Thursday would be your 45-minute run. Uh, Friday's a four-mile walk. Saturday's a 10-mile walk. And then you got the 23 miles on Sunday. Right, right. Yeah, we talked about that. I think it was last week we talked about whether you'd walk or run. Uh, what we didn't say, and I want to say it here right now, we call these rehearsals, and there's a reason for that. You need to practice your nutrition. You need to think about what you're going to do on your long runs at Disney world in January, but don't forget these are training runs and come Tuesday, you got another training run. So you don't want to put so much effort into that 23 miler that uh, you really can't get out there again and, and keep it up next week. What do you say, Greg? No, I absolutely echo those sentiments uh, because of a upcoming vacation that I have. I actually had to do this last weekend. So I had one of my, goofy uh simulations or rehearsals and it, it's absolutely the case um it gave me opportunity to practice some things but conversely though you you always have to remember about on these long runs you really want to set a speed limit for yourself um you know again i, I know i mentioned on last week's episode about how 
you know, it's not about the time, it's about the distance. So it's one of those things where, you know, it's really important to always remember, especially if you're using the Galloway method, that, you know, you, you know, use your magic mile time, figure out what your race pace is, and then, you know, figure out whether it's your half or your full time or whatever, and then add two minutes to that and make sure that that is your speed limit as if you were driving. And that's going to help you be successful in these rehearsals slash training runs. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Don't go any faster. Those signs that says caution and slow down ahead, take heed and do those. I will also add on, don't beat yourself up if the training run doesn't go as planned this week, uh, because this is your chance to figure out your nutrition. This is your chance to figure out, you know, what paces you need to go to and walking. Don't, you know, like we've said from the beginning, if you have to walk the end of it, that's fine. If you have to walk the middle oh, yeah. of it, that's oh, fine. Yeah. And it's, it's not like a, oh, I couldn't do this training run, so I can't do dopey. Don't even let that mindset into your head. This is a practice so that you can take what you learn and do better next time. I mean, the one thing, too, just from my personal experience of last weekend is it's also an opportunity to practice some mental struggles that might actually happen to you on the run. Um, I want to say around mile 19 or so, that's when I started to hit my wall and you just got to mentally push through it. And that's a practice thing as well. Um, You know, one of the things I did is, believe it or not, I listened to our podcast and even though... I was there for the recording and I was the one editing it for the third time. It helped me get through. And, you know, so it's one of those things where, again, yes, you have to practice the physical aspect of these runs, but it's also a really good idea to practice the mental aspect of these. And there's going to be those lows of hitting the wall. But then when I finished my 23 miler on Saturday, there was a a, a quasi high there in terms of, oh my gosh, I just finished my longest run ever, and now I'm only a 5K away from completing my first marathon, and that helped me get through the rest of the day. Excellent. Very true. And again, well, yes, yay, Greg, for sure. Yay, you, if you're doing it, and you'll understand that when you finish these long runs, you do get it into your head. Okay, I can do it. And what better unsolicited and totally unbiased testimony than to say that the Rise and Run podcast helped you finish it? Yeah, it's I, totally unbiased. Well, there you go. <laughs> exactly. Lo- lo- love a good exactly. shameless plug. Exactly. We're ge- hey, we're getting better at those. <laughs> okay, I want to move. We're going to keep it kind of short this week. This is Thanksgiving week. Uh, so... What we want to do is we're going to switch things up just a little bit and we're going to proceed now with the race report. Let's take a look at who we had running last week. Up in New Hampshire doing a virtual Miles for Moffat 5K. Allie did that. I uh, haven't heard from Allie on that yet, but I'm sure she did. I talked to her beforehand and she was planning to do that. That's a big event here in the Tampa area, the Moffat Cancer Center fundraiser. Uh, it's one of one of the country's major cancer centers. And they it was featured on the local news. Looked like a good event. In Birmingham, Alabama, Christina, and I believe she had her husband with her, finished the Magic City Half Marathon. That's a two-looper, not the same course 
that they run the Mercedes Benz half and full on in the spring. A uh, little bit hilly. I, I mean, I haven't done it, but I looked at the course layout. Uh, Birmingham can get a little hilly, kind of like Atlanta does. So that's kind of a challenging course. And uh, good job, Christina. And Gretchen. Gretchen finished the Philadelphia Marathon. I am not. Greg, you have ever seen that course? Or you know where they run? So the uh, the Philly Marathon, it, it's all over the place. You get Center City. You get a little bit of South Philly. Then you make your way to the Maniunk section of uh, Philadelphia, which is uh, northwest of uh, Center City. It's a really picturesque area and a lot of course support there. Also, then you run uh, along the Schuylkill River, uh, which is where a lot of Philadelphia races happen. And then, of course, you finish the darn thing in front of or, or nearby the uh, Philadelphia Museum of Art, Excellent. where for you know those of us who love running know that our good friend Rocky Balboa yep. ran up those stairs to, to, to finish. Actually, I, I think side tangent here. Yeah. Someone mapped it out the one yeah. time that if you actually ran the actual route that yeah. Rocky runs in the original movie. In the first movie, right. It's it's well beyond a marathon, and the fact yeah. that he had that much juice in his legs going going up the the steps is really unbelievable. Yeah, he's down Wait, by what? the. Oh yeah, it's crazy. He's down by the Delaware River, I think. At one yep. point, he's yep. down by the port, and uh, yeah, he ends up running up the steps. I need to try this sometime. It was actually thirty thirty point six one miles. Yeah. <laughs> but, but regardless, Gretchen, congratulations. We're really, yeah. really proud of you. Yeah, we are proud of you. That's outstanding. Uh, and that, that happens to be one of my favorite movies, by the way. But that's a story for another time. Well, back to Rocky. One second. If you really think about it. Okay. He ran it with no water or anything. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and he sprinted most of it. I know. Yeah. Back to the race report. Uh, here's what's coming up. And it's a busy weekend. Of course, we've got some folks running on Thanksgiving Day. We've got Jeff who is doing the bolt for the 5K in Fishers, Indiana. Good luck, Jeff. Our buddy Mark is doing the Long Grove Turkey Trot 8K in Long Grove, Illinois. There's a couple Midwestern runs there, one in Indiana, one in Illinois. John, I know John. John, what are you running this weekend on Thanksgiving Day? Oh, God, I can't, I can't pronounce this. Hold on. It should be Ashen, Ashenfelter, isn't it? Ashenfelter 8K. There we go. In Glen Ridge, New Jersey. I assume that's up in North Jersey. And hey, guess who's running a Turkey Trot 5K in Fort Smith, Arkansas? All together now. Joe. Joe. I talked to Joe. We're going to get Joe on here one time to talk about all his runs. Uh, that's the Thanksgiving runners. Mark, our friend Mark in... Schomburg, and I've got to move my page here. I don't know where Schomburg is. Oh, also in Illinois. Oh, that's right, of course. Mark's in Long Grove, Illinois. He's running in Schomburg, Illinois, two days later, a half marathon, the Schomburg Turkey Trot half marathon. So Mark will be busy. No no challenge for finishing those two, I don't think. I'm doing a fake turkey trot. <laughs> a fake turkey trot. Lexi, what is a fake turkey trot? Well, okay, so I was going to do a real turkey trot, but there are no turkey trots within four hours of where I'm going to be home at my parents' house in Mississippi. I'm really salty about that. 
Um, because it doesn't make sense. Because in Atlanta, I know off the top of my head, there's five within 20 minutes of me. What do they got against turkeys in Mississippi? <laughs> no. So, um, and then I was like, well, I could do a virtual, but I don't like virtuals. So I'm just yeah. going to run a 10K and I'm going to call it Lexi's Turkey Trot. <laughs> well, isn't it in Mississippi, it's more turducken runs than, uh, than turkey trots? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> and we're actually not having turkey for Thanksgiving this year. We're having pot roast. So okay, maybe it's Lexi's Pot Roast 10K. <laughs> okay. I need to come up with a better name. Well, next week when we get together, you need to show us the medal for that one, okay? Okay, I can. I'll. I'll. I'll have a medal for you. <laughs> Good deal. Good deal. All right. Florida's oldest marathon, I believe. I haven't looked this up lately, and I should have. Shame on me. I think this is the fiftieth anniversary of the Space Coast Marathon in Cocoa Beach, Florida. It's always the Sunday after Thanksgiving, and we got a fairly large group of runners from the uh, Run Disney Motivational Team Facebook page or from the Rise and Run Podcast Facebook page, we've got the following people who are going to be there. Bonnie, Jennifer, Caitlin, Kathleen, Kim and Woody, Lara, Megan, Michelle, and Sherry. All running the South Course. I did the South Course last year. The South Course is fun, very flat, uh, well supported. Even last year, when we still had a lot of pandemic restrictions, the South Course was well supported. Troy, our buddy Troy, is going to be doing a half on the North Course. Troy just did his first half not long ago at Wine and Dine, and now he's back at it in Cocoa Beach. So I didn't count that. That's like 10 or 12 folks there. And we got three folks who couldn't make up their mind whether they wanted to do the North course or the South course. So they're doing them both running the marathon. Nelia. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Nelia. If I'm not drop a line in the rise and run podcast page and, and chew me out. Will you please? Uh, Shannon, pretty sure I got that right. And I'm going to give it a shot myself. Uh, warm up practice run for, Disney World's marathon weekend in January. So we got a big, pretty big crew there. I plan, and I've put this on the pages, and I'll add more tomorrow. I plan to be at the Dirty Ore Brewery, which is very close, about a block away from the start line. On I plan to be there on Sunday after the marathon at 3 p.m., assuming I'm done by 3 p.m. I should be. Seven, yeah, we'll see. I should be. I think it starts at 6.30, so I, I better be. I, I want to contact the brewery. They had a really – I'm sorry I missed it. I just saw this recently. They've got a place you can park before the event. It's a block away from the start. You can hang out in their nice warm building, get some coffee, use their real restrooms. Uh, it was 10 bucks, and then when you came back, you could go in there and have a beer and food, and they're sold out. I missed my chance. But uh, I'm hoping by three o'clock that they're open back up to the public. And I, sh I sure am looking forward to being there. And I'm hoping as many of you as can get there, drop by and say hi. I'll have my uh, 
I will have my Jeff Galloway green and blue training cap on. So if you've never seen me before, look for a tall old guy with a Jeff Galloway green and blue training cap. Okay, guys, that's that's it for this week's race report. Uh, we'll have we got something special lined up for next week, but we'll surprise you. Uh, let's get into the heart of what we wanted to talk about tonight. It'll be a relatively brief podcast, we think, but Thanksgiving's nearly upon us, and we wanted to take this time to reflect on what we're thankful for. And Alicia, we're going to ask you to go first. All right. So. The first thing I'm thankful for is my mom and all she does for me and also my dog Yogi. I got him the day before we shut down before the for the pandemic and he's been a lifesaver throughout working through that and everything. He's my pride and joy. I'm also they are dogs are life but I'm also very grateful for my ability to run because I know not everybody has that ability and how it's helped my mental health throughout the years. Um, and then creating the Facebook groups and meeting all of my running friends, which in turn became meeting you guys and starting this podcast. I'm so grateful for all the people that I've met over the years. So that is what I'm grateful for. Alicia, thanks. Yeah. I, I feel what you're saying, especially the well, all of it, but my little dog just ran out of here a while ago, so I get that very much. John, you're up. Yep, I'm just going to kind of think, I'm thankful for my parents, my family, and my my grandkids, and all that other fun stuff, because that's what uh, makes uh, everything worth living for, you know? Those guys are the best, you know? So that's really my big thankful for. I mean, I'm thankful for that I'm healthy, I'm ha- thankful for that you know, what we can do, what I'm doing. I'm being healthy now, like you said, running and meeting you guys, which is a great little uh, thing to be thankful for too. Meeting people that I've never met before. And now like uh, we are like a close mm-hmm. knit bunch of people, friends. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Jack, how about you? I'm very thankful for a lot of things, but I think like, you guys have already said, I'm just very thankful for my friends and family because we all support each other and it's a loving, caring group. And um, it just makes life so much like fun and happy to be around people that you love so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess I'm just, uh, yeah, that's my main one is I'm thankful for my friends and family. I'm I'm glad you used the word fun. I am. We when we started the podcast, we had one goal to have fun. And you've made it fun. So I think that was a good word to choose. Thank you. <laughs> well, we've been going boy girl boy girl. That means Greg, you're up. I'll say that there are three things and and you know, to keep this related to the podcast, I'll, I'll keep it from a, a running perspective. Um, the first thing that I'm thankful for is our community and especially the five of you. Um, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, I always look back on the fact that, you know, that summer in 2016, if I would have never worn that wine and dine training shirt, I would have never met Bob. <laughs> I would have never known about the Facebook group. And then oh, that's I, true. And then conversely, I would have never known about this podcast. So, and I've 
you know, I haven't had the chance to, to meet everybody in person yet. I I've had beignets with Lexi and I, you know, have briefly met, you know, John and Alicia. I can't wait to meet Jack in person in, in January, but you know, to have this, this tight knit little family and the community on the Facebook group is just awesome. Uh, so I'm very thankful for all of you. Uh, the second thing that I'm thankful for, and I'll name drop here. I am very thankful for Chris Twiggs, who is the director of training for Jeff Galloway. That man has single-handedly changed my life, not only from a running perspective, but also from a health and a mental health perspective. If it wasn't for his weekly support and his training programs and phone calls and emails and text messages, from an athletic standpoint, I would not be where I am today. I am very thankful that I like to label 2021 as the year of PRs. I have set PRs in half marathons and in 10Ks and in 5Ks. And if it wasn't for his training plans, I would have never done any of that. I would have not lost 60 pounds. So I'm very thankful for him. And then finally, the, the, the last person that I'm thankful for, it's very all-encompassing, you know, obviously my friends and, and my family, but top billing has to go to my wife. We have a very rambunctious toddler at home <laughs> and she supports me through thick and thin. I mean, you know, last weekend I was out running for five and a half hours and she was at home taking care of her watching way too many episodes of Paw Patrol. <laughs> and she has been doing this for me for years, and I can't thank her enough. I love her with all my heart. So my wife is gets the top billion of what I'm thankful for this Thanksgiving. Very good. I, I never thought about that shirt. Maybe you'd, maybe you'd run across us, maybe not. But that was a little bit of kismet, a little bit of ser serendipity there. Absolutely. And I'm glad it happened too. Uh, let's see, Lexi. Oh, that's tough to follow up on. Um, I was thinking whenever we, we first talked about um, what the topic was going to be for the week, I was thinking through all of the many things that I'm thankful for. And I am very blessed. I mean, I feel like if the pandemic hadn't happened when it happened, I wouldn't have met you guys because I am an extremely extroverted individual. And whenever we had to stay at home for weeks on end, I was trying to find an outlet of interaction with a human. I mean, I remember I would, I would go to target just to be around people. <laughs> um, but I stumbled across, I don't even yeah, it was just, I stumbled across the Run Disney Motivational Team Facebook page and fast forward a year and a half and now we have a podcast and you guys are like family. <laughs> yep. But uh, so that that would definitely be a, as weird as it sounds, you know, I'm I'm thankful for the time that we went through during the pandemic because it introduced some amazing people in my life that wouldn't otherwise be in there. Also, I am thankful for just my body <laughs> to be able to get out there and run all the miles 
as a at one time in a marathon, but also all of the training, strength training, um, Orange Theory, stretching when I remember to do it, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, all of the things that like you think about what all your body goes through during training for a marathon or a half marathon or a 10k and you know i'm just extremely grateful that it continues to you know allow me to put one foot in front of the other and um i know especially in today's society there's a lot of pressure on people to look a certain way and you know weigh a certain weight and uh, wear certain clothes and we can be really hard on the things that we tell ourselves. Um, I'm very hard on myself, but every day I wake up and I can take a deep breath and I can go on runs and I can go and enjoy nature. And I'm extremely grateful for that. And the third thing, which is kind of, you know, of course, I'm thankful for my friends and family, but I'm also thankful for my roommate, Jack. Um, (laughs) 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 Um, I wanted to give her a special shout out because there have been many times in my life, especially over the past couple of years, that I wouldn't have made it through without her. And... um, I love you. I love you. (laughs) We're running buddies. We're best friends. We're roommates. She tells me when I'm being stupid. (laughs) I don't always listen, but she still tells me. Um, But I, I, this journey wouldn't be the same without her. And I'm not going to cry. But um, we have our podcast. Don't cry because if you cry, I cry. (laughs) uh, We have the podcast together. We have a YouTube channel together, and all of it has just made my life better. That that YouTube that YouTube channel is Passport to Run, in case you're looking for. It. <laughs> yes, shameless <laughs> plug again. <laughs> we just came out with a new episode this morning. <laughs> oh, why'd you wait so late? You buried the lead. Okay. Oh, sorry. I'll work no, on that for next good. time. <laughs> well, thank you, gang. That leaves me. I. I know what I want to say. I say it a lot. I'm just not sure how to say it. I will go back here, and I've I've mentioned this to other folks. There was a fella, a famous golf instructor at the University of Texas named Harvey Penick, and he wrote a book called The Little Red Book of Golf. It became very popular in the early 90s. Penick uh, coached uh, such notables, if you know golf, as Tom Kite, Ben Crenshaw, and several others. And what does that have to do with running? Absolutely nothing, except I, I read that book. It was very, it's an entertaining read, whether you're a golfer or not. And the thing that stuck with me the most was his dedication. And he dedicated his book to his friends. And then followed that sentence with, and if you play golf, you are my friend. And I'm going to steal Mr. Penick's line and say, and if you run, you are my friend. And you have meant more to me, the five people here, the folks listening, the 
couple thousand folks in the Facebook group, the folks in the customized training plan, and the folks that I just happened to meet along the way. You've met more to me than I can possibly express. I'm about to finish my 68th trip around the sun. There are old runners, and there are big runners, but there aren't a lot of old big runners or as I would have said, if I was in it, still in Alabama, there aren't a lot of big old runners. Fortunately, at least for now, I'm still one of them. And there's only one reason for that. And that's you people. That's Chris, who started the first Facebook group I got up with. That's Alicia, who started. And if I start naming names, I'm going to leave somebody out. So I'm going to stop. You're the reason I do this. You're the folks that have kept me going. I I will echo what Greg said. Becky's been awful patient. And anybody who's got a significant other who's supporting a runner has to show a lot of patience because we spend a lot of time out on the road. And when we get back, we're typically not ready to do one heck of a lot. And we need support then too. But... Gosh, I I try to say it several times a year. Thank you. Thank you just for being there. Whether you're somebody I know, whether you're somebody I've met, whether you're somebody I just happen to exchange notes with in social media, or if you're somebody I haven't met yet, please know that you mean that much to me and that I look forward to meeting you. So when I tell you to look for the tall guy in the funny hat, please look for the tall guy in the funny hat. And thank you. Okay, gang. With that, we bring this episode, this podcast to a close. We wish you a terrific holiday. Great running. Good luck on your long training runs this weekend. And we look forward to talking to you again next week. The Rise and Run podcast discusses general information about Run Disney and is in no way affiliated with Run Disney or the Walt Disney Company. Any information or advice discussed on this podcast should not be considered medical advice and should always consult with your healthcare provider or event organizer.